Welcome to the Be an Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Barnett. Thank you for checking in with us today. Today, we're going to dive in a little bit into a topic that has come up recently in my classrooms, uh, on the sports fields, just in our house in general. And today's topic we're going to talk a little bit about is finding the right fit for your child, for your athlete, or if you're an athlete listening to this, how do I find the program that best works for me? So I kind of want to start off with a little bit of a story, kind of the reason why I really wanted to jump into this topic. Um, I'm a teacher. I have taught math now for, gracious, this will be my 22nd year coming up on year 23. Um, I've taught everything from algebra to geometry, statistics, all of those things. But one of the things that I really take pride in is not necessarily what it is I do as a teacher, but what it is that I'm able to hear and pick up from students, from athletes, and kind of cater what it is that I can provide for what it is that they may need. And it was getting close to the end of the year, and a couple of students were in my class. We had just finished up exams, and the topic came up for what is it that they're going to participate in next year. And so the topic really started with these two young ladies talking about what they were doing this year, what sports they were playing, whether they liked it, whether they didn't like it, and really diving into taking those experiences and relating them to what could possibly work for each other. And if that would be something that they would want to try coming up in future seasons, sports that maybe they weren't participating in right now, but thought maybe this would be a better fit for them for this upcoming season. Now, the first thing that I'm going to tell you, coaches, if you're not listening to this part right now, do yourself a favor, stop what you're doing, and listen to what I'm about to tell you. If you want to know the state of your program, all you have to do is listen. Listen to what your athletes are saying. Listen to how your athletes are reacting. And basically take the time to figure out if what it is that you're doing is benefiting them or if it is benefiting you. And that really was the topic of the conversation between these two young ladies was that they were just looking for an opportunity to be able to participate, to be able to enjoy themselves, but at the same time too feel as if they were going to be competitive, as if they were in a program that cared about what it is that was important to them. Finding that individuality within your program is going to help make your program that much more successful. I think that we kind of lose fact, um, we lose sight of the fact that we spend a lot of time really trying to check banners and check how many times we have walked out with a winning season. And the reality is, is we rarely take the time to check and see how many kids are coming back to our off-season workouts. How many of our kids are playing other sports? How many times are we focusing on just what we need as coaches and not necessarily what our athletes need in order to make this an experience that is one that they're going to want to come back and participate in the next season? 
So listening to these young ladies talk, it really got me thinking, what is it that we as coaches or we as parents can be doing to help push or help our young men and young women find the best fit for them? Because we ask them to do a lot. We ask them to be students. We ask them to be brothers and sisters. We ask them at times to you know, maintain jobs. A, a student's life is pretty busy. So where do they have the time to figure out whether or not this extracurricular activity or athletic program is going to be worth the time that they're going to put into it? And I do think that there are some keys and some things that we can look at as coaches and as administrators, along with parents, in order to find what's going to work best for our student athletes. And when we start looking at these things more closely, they're going to tie into the two things that we've already talked about. And I think that that's going to help wrap up the series as far as what it is that we want to do kind of starting out in our programs, what it is that we're looking for to best project what it is that we do and we want to convey not just to our athletes, but to our community as well. So if you've been listening to our podcast, you know that we're really focusing a lot of what we do in this podcast on the four major groups in our athletic community, the players, the parents, the coaches, and the administration. So I think first, let's go ahead and talk about athletes. You're the ones that are participating in this. What are some things that you can be doing to help find the best fit for you? And I think the first place that you're going to want to start is off-season workouts. What benefit is there to attending an off-season workout? Number one, you're obviously going to get a pretty good idea of what it is that the coaches are looking for, what the athletes look like. Um, you kind of get a chance to compare and contrast your own skill set to those that are there. And I get that sometimes that can be intimidating enough as it is, but those off-season workouts are vital in order to finding the right fit especially if you're someone, you know, a freshman or sophomore or a senior that just wants to try something new for the first time. What is it about an off-season program that's going to give you the access to that? Well, first of all, I think that you're going to have a better understanding of where you're going to fit in based off of those off-season workouts. And coaches, we're going to talk a little bit about why that's so important here in a second. But for right now, athletes, I strongly encourage you, go to those off-season workouts. Find out what it looks like. Find out what it feels like. And we all know that at the end of the day, when that off-season workout is over, you're going to have a conversation with the friends and the teammates you may have in other sports, and you'll talk about exactly what goes on. Is this a normal occurrence? Is this something that we do more often than not? Which leads me to the second part of trying to find the right fit is just communication in general. I think that you are absolutely going to find out more from the athletes that are currently participating in those sports than you will anywhere else. And yes, I know that for parents and coaches and administration, sometimes you may run into that player that is a little jaded based on the past season, or you have a athlete that maybe 
didn't play as much as they wanted to and is a little upset about it. But I would encourage you, don't just speak to the people that are <laughs> directly available. Get a wide sample of information. Find more than just the one person that was upset or happy. Uh, you know, we have people that we want to be our cheerleaders for our programs. Um, and those are the people that we're going to rely on too to promote what these programs and what our athletic department is providing. So when you get to your off-season workouts, and again, coaches, I strongly encourage that you focus a lot on what you're doing in those off-season workouts, which is why we've already talked about it, because I think this is where you as student athletes have the best opportunity to figure out, is this going to be a program that works for you? Another way I'd encourage you to find the right fit is how about we attend some of these events ourselves? You know, we spend a lot of time here at Fluvanna trying to promote some school pride, school unity. We want to get as many of our students out to our athletic events as possible. Uh, we spend a lot of time, myself, primarily putting things out on social media, trying to make sure that people know and are aware of all of the events and activities that we have going on, whether it's sports, whether it is um drama, theater, debate. Um, we have a fantastic uh, debate forensics theater program at Fluvanna. And I think that a lot of what makes that department so strong is the fact that they do a really good job of promoting themselves within their own programs that then projects out to our community as well. I think that we as an athletic department absolutely need to latch on to that idea because I think our student athletes are starting to realize now that there are way more opportunities than just playing baseball, just playing basketball or lacrosse or softball. And I think that once we understand that, I think that's going to provide more opportunities for people to be out there. And I think that, again, if you are looking for it and you're looking for a place to fit, then go watch it. Go see what it's like. Don't just take someone else's word for it because the best opinions you're going to be able to create are the ones that you draw yourself. And this is where I think that parents can help provide that support for their students in finding the right fit. I remember watching um, or covering some basketball games this year. And as the games got bigger, you started to see more families, started to see mom and dad bringing young ones, you know, five, six, seven that age two two games and I don't think we see that as often anymore and the question is really why don't we see that much anymore and I think it has a lot to do with our programs showing and giving off that vibe of community now I get it that in most high schools in most communities when it comes to things like football where it's just you know a one night a week thing you can kind of finish out the work week and come out on a Friday. But what about those sports that are playing on Mondays and Tuesdays? <laughs> what are you doing to help build that level of community or outreach to make other students and family members want to come and see what's going on in your programs? Parents, if you know that your child is interested in something, something are you taking the time to... Go and see what that looks like. 
Give them something to strive for. Give them something to look forward to. And then when the opportunity arises, going to those off-season workouts and programs and getting a taste of what it feels like to be a part of that community, a part of that program in general. And I know we've said it a lot in our other podcast episodes, but parents, I mean, the majority of things that you're going to be asked to do are going to be to just take on that supportive role. It's kind of giving your son or daughter an opportunity to kind of figure things out. And you're there to just kind of take it all in. So how are you taking it all in is really the question. Are you speaking to the people that are already in the program? Are you, you know, doing the same things that we would want for our athletes to do? Are you getting a big picture of the program or are you only asking a specific number of people about what's going on? And again, you may be trying to fit your son or daughter into a program that you were a part of. And that's a very difficult thing sometimes, especially when your son or daughter doesn't have the same dreams or aspirations or the same skill sets that you had. Every time we get into a conversation about something like this, my mind instantly travels to the the varsity blues quote, I don't want your life with uh, Jonathan Moxley talking to his dad. But I mean, the reality is, is sometimes that (laughs) that's true. Uh, You know, your son or daughter may not want to be playing the same sports that you did. So how are we going to find the best fit? Because if you if you think about it, if you put your son or daughter into a situation where they're not happy to begin with, what happens then when that conversation starts in Mr. Barnett's classroom, talking to another student about possibly wanting to play the same sport? Are they going to give that glowing recommendation because you played it? Or are they going to already come in a little bit jaded to the idea of that sport in general? And I think that the sooner we can identify what fits our son or daughter's skill set, I think the better off that all of our programs end up because we find the best fit for everyone. So remember that before we just decide that, you know, in the spring, we're going to send our son or daughter out to try out for something that they have no background knowledge or information about. I think that as parents, I think it's our job to try and prepare them the best that we can, but don't just go and throw them out into the deep end. Do some research, take some time to look and find out because there are a lot more options than there used to be. And I think that we'll all be a better program and a better community if you decide to take that time. So up to this point, we've primarily looked at the players and the parents and To most people, yes, this is going to sound and feel like an episode that really is directed more towards them. But coaches, I think we all know and we all understand that people are always watching what we're doing. Um, They're always talking about what we're doing. Um, In the administrative role, I've begun to see it more and more. Um, There's way more conversations that go on with parents and players about what's going on in programs than I think you're aware of. Um, I think that our athletic director does a fantastic job of trying to 
handle a lot of those situations internally without you having to discuss or get into those because I think that a really good program is visible to uh, to the community. And coaches, that's where I think that you are going to benefit the most as far as helping athletes and parents find the right fit. Because one of the things that I do notice, especially in sports, is that there are definitely sports within an athletic department. Um, I don't want to say become a dumping ground because that doesn't sound right. But, you know, you look at some of the sports like football or track and field. There are a lot of athletes that are there because their parents or the athletes have decided that this is just, you know, the easiest sport to get involved with. There's more people there. My friends are there. Or, you know, parents may just decide, hey, we want you to run. And that's about it. You kind of lose the competitiveness uh, in those sports when those things start to happen. So what we're going to do now is we're going to talk a little bit about, coaches, how can you prepare your program to best reflect whether or not this is the right fit for that family or for that athlete. So for starters, you've heard me talk a lot about finding ways to, you know, get your feet wet, I guess, as far as athletes and parents and off-season conditioning um, is probably going to be at the very top. So my question to you is, one, are you projecting what your program is going to look like in your off-season workouts? Are you a reflection of what you're like during the season? Is this something that helps prepare the athletes for what the upcoming season is going to hold? If those things are happening already in your off-season workouts, I think that's the best opportunity to not necessarily weed out. I don't think that's the right word, but to give those athletes that are kind of on the fence a really good idea and glimpse into, hey, this is what I'm going to be involved with. These are some of the expectations that this coach has. And I think all of those can be done with minimal, I guess, damage is the right word to an entire season. Because in our department, we really strongly believe, and I as a parent as well, that if you're going to start something, you need to finish it out. Too often, we just spend a lot of time jumping into something and jumping out. And I don't think that's what's going to build strong programs. I don't necessarily think that that's what's going to foster a really good community relationship between players and parents and coaches. So my suggestion, first of all, is make your off-season programs as accurate to what your daily routine is going to look like. Give the players and a a, a glimpse into what it is that you're going to be doing, who the type of person it is, and what type of coach you're going to be during that season. Now, this next suggestion is probably not going to be well-received by a lot of coaches that are listening to this. Um, I know that we had our end-of-the-year coaches meeting um, just a week or two ago, and I made this suggestion to our coaches, and I get it that it was at the end of our meeting, but as soon as I said it, I saw 
four or five coaches start rolling their eyes, um, basically getting up, ready to leave. They were done. They weren't going to listen. But having started this and having been invested in this and having children of my own, I know how important this avenue is to help, I guess, find the right fit for your program, for the, the athletes, and for our community. And I think that we lose sight of this sometimes, but I think that our social media presence provides an excellent insight into what it is that the program is offering. If you are you know, providing community service, are you invested in the students or, you know, are they going to just see all of the accolades and the awards and just the positive things that are going on. Now, I get it. It's social media. We want to try and make things as uh, positive as possible. But what is it that gives us the best insight into what your program is doing? I would say that right now, the easiest way to have that out there for people to understand is through our social media outlets. And I would encourage you to strongly think about creating something that provides information, that provides insight, that provides, you know, just an outlook on what it is that is going on in your program. Because the more information that we can provide, I think the better opportunities that there will be for our students and for our parents to help find the right fit. Because again, going back to those football and track programs, what we don't want to have happen is we don't want these to just become the areas where those that don't really know what's going on end up going. And what better way to provide that instant information for parents and for athletes to see what goes on than through our social media outlets. Now I get it. In a perfect world, we have, you know, athletes and families that are doing their research, making sure that this is the best fit for their student athlete. But as we all know, sometimes that doesn't happen. And when that doesn't happen, the question becomes, what is it that you as coaches are doing to help those families and, and, and players feel as if they're a part of something that they want to continue to be a part of? Because I know <laughs> having taken on this new role and stepping away as a coach, sometimes we lose sight of the fact that this is part of our educational system. This isn't necessarily just, you know, how many wins do I have? How many titles do I hold? For a lot of these students and families, this is just part of the high school experience. We all know that there's opportunities to learn and opportunities to grow. Is that what your program is being founded on? Or is it about the success of wins and losses? And sometimes that alone is going to help determine what makes the best fit for one student athlete over the other. Now, don't get me wrong. Winning is something that we all want to achieve. No one wants to go and participate in something just to lose time and time again. That is not the, the goal of our athletic program. Um, I was the head football coach for five years, and to be honest, we didn't win a whole lot of games. However, I know that our administration gave me more of an opportunity than in, in most situations because 
even though we weren't as successful on Friday nights, what it is that we were doing was more important. We had the phrase, who you are Sunday through Saturday is more important than who you're going to be on Friday. And I think a lot of people really took that to heart. And I think families appreciated that. I think that the student athletes appreciated that because we had continuous opportunities for them. We had more people coming back out. And it wasn't until the end when, of course, you know, if you don't win in that, there's a lot of other things that we'll talk about as far as, you know, the financial part of high school athletics. And that's not what this episode is designed for. But again, if you're not finding ways to help everyone that tries out or participate, feel as if they're part of something or a fit for that program, then I think you're going to see a more rapid decline in what it is the output from your program is going to show. I guess what I'm really trying to say is, is that in order for us to find the best fit and to not feel as if your program has, you know, just picked up those that want to hang out with their friends, but you want to try and find that balance of new student athletes returning student athletes and everyone working together for the same goal, whatever that goal is within your program. I think that, uh, I guess you should feel as if who you are Sunday through Saturday is more important than what it is, whatever day of the week it is that you participate. Because again, there are very few people that are going to come through our programs that are going to go on and do this professionally. However, If you go back and listen and hear and look at the number of students and parents and families that have come through your programs, that have come back into the same profession as you, whether it's teaching or coaching or in the administrative world, I think you're going to see that those numbers are much higher. Was that a reflection of you? I hope so, because if that's the case, we've done a great job in finding our best fit. All right, so what do we want as our goals coming out of this from today? Athletes, do your research. Talk to the people that are part of the program. You know, attend some off-season workouts. Get an idea of what it is that's going on before we jump headfirst into participating into these sports and activities. Parents, same thing. Support your child. Support your student. Support your athlete. Do the research. Talk to the families. Talk to the coaches. Invest in something more than just what you think is best for them. And don't just get your information from one place. Do the full research. Get the full idea. Make sure that we're trying to find the best fit for everyone, not just necessarily what's easiest for you. Coaches, administration, what are you doing to project what's going on in your programs? Again, I think that who you are outside of your program is an excellent projection of what they can expect to see inside of your program. We never want to get into a situation where we have athletes that are joining our programs under false pretenses as far as what it is that we're offering and what it is that we strongly believe in. And I think, again, the best way that we can do that is by starting a social media account. And I'm not necessarily saying that this needs to be the thing that drives what goes on in your program, but easier access to what it is that you do, 
easier access to what it is that you believe in, easier access to just in general how things go on a day in and day out basis. Because just like in teaching, teachers are expected to provide care and support for those students that are in the classrooms, coaches, administration, you're expected to provide that support when the class day is over. Well, that'll wrap it up for this episode of the Be An Athlete podcast. It also finishes up the first series in what we were covering as far as off-season tryouts and finding the right fit. Coming up, we're going to be reaching out to some of our coaches on our coaching staff and kind of get an idea of what it is that they're able to offer as far as these three things and their thoughts and ideas. So we hope you tune in for those because I think those are going to definitely give us a better understanding of what it is that we're able to provide and offer here at Fluvanna County High School. So this is Jason Barnett. Thanks again for listening. And just remember, if nobody has told you yet, we all have what it takes to be an athlete.